Well, howdy, hi, and hey, y'all. It's a Friday, which means it's one thing and one thing only. I am Johnny Ennis, and I'm still trying to make new introductions for Backstage at Bluebird. And with me, as always, is Mr. Andrew Jones, confused as ever. Guten Tag, mein Herr. This is a gross episode of Backstage in and I'm a bluebird. Uh Johnny Ellis and Andrew Jones, yeah? I've confused you even further now, haven't I? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well no no, not nine. We're here talking uh Nashville season three, episode sixteen. I can't keep away from you. That's try episode fifteen. Exactly. Um do you want to have a guess of the air date? Um, oh, you're still going with it. Okay. March 12th? March 12th. Uh, nope. Any, any advance on that? March 9th. No. One more. I'll give you one more guess. I can give you a clue if you March want. 11th. Oh, yeah, my clue was going to be yes, not March. Okay, uh, so we had a long break, did we? Um, yeah, I suppose, I suppose so we did. So now we're in April. We are indeed. Yeah, so we had a month off then. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, because we started 4th of March. It was as March well. 4th of March, I thought it was 2nd yeah. of March ish, yeah. Okay, so we're uh, April 12th. Nope. April 1st. Just kidding. Nope. Yeah, I know. I was just kidding. Oh. Fooled you. I was going to say April Fool's because it was April 1st. 1st of April 2015 is when this episode aired. That's why this episode is a total joke. (laughs) I put characters together no one could possibly care about as a joke. We'll get into that because I I kind of, I I liked it. I thought it was quite interesting, but you seemed not to. Um, directed there are two by... characters together I just don't know why we're having to watch that <laughs> Directed by Mike Listo His second of five episodes And written Who's by Glisto? Taylor Ham <laughs> Mike Listo um, And directed by uh, um, Taylor Hammer uh, Their second of five episodes as well uh, And we kick off uh, right where we left off um, With Raina having slapped Deacon For having the ghoul to tell her that got he's cancer. got cancer. Yeah. Um, she apologises. Which and is he a says, big move. Immediately yeah. slap again. Don't apologise. Um, Double down. Backslap it. And he says, uh, all I ever wanted was to be strong and well enough for you. And now I'm not. Poor Deacon. Um, April Fools. <laughs> Layla, meanwhile. You're this is... episode by telling me that, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. Layla, meanwhile, uh, is waking up to a call from Jeff because Jeff has uh, has bagged an interview with a blogger for her, um, and he's trying to get her to wake up in time for it because it's a blogger. Um, and they've got a capitalised. Is this some sort of text kind of thing? Yeah, some some. I, I tell you something. People in Harvard they love tech. Oh yeah. This one guy in Harvard, he had this thing right. <laughs> it made this great website. Have you heard oh, of this the one great that website? On the, whip, on the Windows. Oh. It's one of the. I don't. I think so. Yeah. 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 He tick tick boomed it. Um, 
it rated people hot or not. Hmm. So cool. Love it. <laughs> I don't uh, know that guy. We, we'll never know. No. Uh, did that go meta? <laughs> well, getting this called fucking meta now. Um, well, yeah. So they've got to cap- capitalise on the buzz from um, Layla releasing her single. Um, so Jeff is trying to get her prepared. Dropping her single, time. I think, actually. Dropping, yeah. Just casually like, plopping it down on iTunes and going, here's a song. Oh, yeah, by the way, there's this thing. An Thank awesome you. Song. I, I, I'm sorry. You did just take down your trousers. And I also <laughs> appreciated that thing. You oh, secretly yeah. dropped something as well. And uh, <laughs> Well done, King. Well, speaking of King, with, mm. we're with Gunner now and Scarlet, King and Queen. Um, they're on the tour bus with Avery. Um, well, Avery's in the back, FaceTiming Juliet. Um, he's been Juliet Barnes, pregnant. Juliet, yep, Juliet Barnes, pregnant. Um, he's been gone for four hours and Juliet's not due for three weeks and he's back in three days. So she's like, what the hell are you doing? Just calm down and go enjoy yourself. How much like TV shows would end up having some sort of drama anyway. So he's making sure that he doesn't have drama by trying to create any drama out of it. True. Um, or just making sure that the uh, bullshitness has come by so he doesn't get arrested for being part of aiding and abetting an abortion. In the third <laughs> trimester. Well... Well, I don't know. Um, I don't trust Avery. I think he kind of regrets it. He just realised I can't kick a woman in the stomach. <laughs> How can I handle this situation? Get out of this relationship and try to get back with Scarlet. <laughs> Realising Scarlet's kind of like the be all end all. Well, the um, the triple X's are on the way to Chicago or Gary, depending what what the what. Gary Chicago. Gary Chicago was what. Here the we go says. to Gary Chicago. Um, and Scarlet's just looking out the window. And Gunner says to her, oh, oh, are you, are you thinking about Caleb? And she's like, sorry? And he goes, your, your doctor boyfriend. And she's like, well, he's not my boyfriend. It was just the first date. Um, and if you want to ask what I was thinking about, I was thinking about how last time I played in Chicago, I ended up crying under a piano. Uh, pretty good, so I'm not pretty very, good performance. Yeah. Um, so I'm not very excited about going back to Chicago. So no, he, she kind of overdid herself for the last time. Yeah. So Gunner distracts her by asking her to set up um, the band's Twitter with him. They're going to set up the band's Twitter. This, this will help you distract you from the horrible things of life. Welcome to yeah. Twitter. Yeah, welcome to Twitter. <laughs> Nothing will come wrong, go wrong with this. Do you like white supremacy? Do what I do and just put your word all every day. And that's that. Um, I will never see these. <laughs> Muted word. Muted word all. Um... And he says uh, he wants to make a profile picture because he says nobody takes you seriously if you're just an egg. Um, and Take he that, Humpty. Hashtag fired. Um, it's not an egg anymore. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get an egg if you make a new profile anymore, do you? Johnny, I'm not familiar with new profiles. True. My profiles have been set in stone, Lady Stone, for over 13 years now. Think oh, oh. That. My you're okay one. using her name, but you just don't like her character being in this episode, but whatever. We'll get to that. Um, I hit my 13th anniversary the other week. Oh, unlucky for some. It's been unlucky for me for the last 13 years, so, you know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say for the last 14 years. Um, I lived a good life before Twitter. <laughs> I was alone and no and one after. knew me. Um, Teddy, no after. 
Teddy, meanwhile, uh, is seeing a man. Well, he's not not like that. Oh, what? Um, he's he's uh he's at a bar talking to a man that Lamar, uh, Daddy, trusted. Um, See, you you called him Lamar. Well, that's because that's what Teddy said, and and I I wrote it verbatim a bit. Because um, you knew that Teddy is now Daddy. Yeah. Well, you bring up an interesting point, but we'll get to that a bit later. Okay. Um. But, uh, yeah, he's talking to a man that Daddy trusted to deal with sensitive matters, and he needs to know if there's an investigation going on with his uh, prostitute friend, whose name I've got later in the notes, but not at the beginning, because um, he didn't mention her name until later in the episode. Let's Edna see. Sport. Um, Caroline what? Girl. I'm thinking, like, cool girl escort. Um, I don't know. It just feels like um, that scene from Father Ted. <laughs> Father Huey Louie. <laughs> Fam- famous scenes from Father yeah. Ted that I remember. No, no. Uh, when Mrs Doyle, someone asks uh, her to guess his name, and she just keeps saying name after name after name until we, she's been there for hours, and then she suddenly says one. And he's like, yes. <laughs> no? No, mind. No. Um, Sounds like I a... Something that happens on a show. Natasha, Gray- that's the name. Good Natasha. for Graham Linehan. What, yeah, what a guy he said it to be. Hey, hey, thank you for things that Twitter ruined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Natasha, that was her name. Um, he wants to know if there's an inv- investigation going on with Natasha from the FBI, because that's what Natasha told him last week. Um, it could just be an extended roleplay. Maybe. <laughs> um, Will, meanwhile, is singing a broken song. He's with um, his new writer buddy, who, uh, whose name I also have forgotten. Um, and Luke's popped in to see how they're doing. And uh, he's saying, oh, I knew you two would be great, a great match together because you're both gay. What? Nothing. Um, Eric Richards, something like that. Eric Richards. Um, and he says that well, the new song, Broken Song, uh, is going to be the first track to make it on, on the album. Which, I mean, if you've heard this song, is a very bad choice for Wheel of Deal Records because it is a bad song. It's not a bad song. It's a bad song. I would call it it a bad song. There are a couple of bad songs in this episode. This is one of them. There are no bad songs in this episode, I thought. There's one particularly bad song coming up. Oh, oh, is this another... Because you don't like the two characters? Um, or is it because Wheel and Dealer Records is really struggling already? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Um, Maybe Height Race 65 should be getting on them and just, you know, taking them down completely. <laughs> Tony well, Harding's um, time. <laughs> time. Um, well, yeah, as, um, as, Will, as Luke's suggesting that they take a crack at writing a love song, a country love song. Country love? Country love. You mean country like love. love and Country, a popular reality TV show? Oh, well, now you're talking. Yeah. Kevin. Yep, How Kevin, that do you name. open a can? Um, well, um, as, uh, as Luke's suggesting that, Kevin puts his arm around Will and Will just like squirms away from him and his whole attitude has changed in front of Luke because he doesn't yeah. want to act like he likes the gay boy, does he? See, no, no. That's how we react to the old people come in. Yeah. Yep. Um we talk about sports, we kind of, you know, shuffle our ties together. I like sports and I don't care who knows. 
sure then. Sure. <laughs> um, you talk to me about how much you like playing balls. <laughs> now toss me a pigskin. Um, Deacon and Rainer are talking alternative options because Rainer's asking him you know, the questions that he's been asking. You know, he, she's like way behind on this shit. She's only just found out that he's got cancer. And yeah, she's, she's like she has been watching Natural for season. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, she doesn't even need to listen to watch it. She just needs to listen to the podcast. Yeah, she's afraid of out there. Yeah. And I pray you're still out there. Oh, well. You should. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> you should be listening. Get to what? To I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> what happens to her ears, which means she can't listen to podcasts at some point. Mm. <laughs> um, well, Deacon's saying that all that's left for him is to wait on the waiting list. Um, and she says, well, I'm going to wait with you. We're going to wait together now. And he goes, well, sorry, but no, uh, I can't I do get, this with you. I get to decide. choose who I live my last life yeah. with. Yeah, he goes, I get to choose how I do this. And I don't, I can't do this with you by well, my I, side. I decided to uh, hire for the rest of my life this woman called Natasha. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> she comes with her own FBI team. Um, and I get to look at the, <laughs> Teddy in the eyes and say, remember when you did this with Megan Vanoy the wife? This is revenge. Mm. I'm taking this one to the grave, he says. <laughs> well. Um, <laughs> when Megan Renoy decided to cheat on Deacon with Teddy. Yeah. What the? Yeah. Who does that? Uh, Even if it's close proximity with Teddy, you just have to go like, they can smell the blockbuster on you. The popcorn <laughs> and the stale sodas and, you know, the miserable sweaty teenagers. <laughs> Deacon, I mean, I can smell the alcohol sometimes. I well, we get interested in that. We get to the title now, by the way, we're in Nashville. Oh, sure, um, Nashville, okay. Um, Tennessee? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Deacon tells Raina that he he's already put her through more than enough pain with his mistakes, and he'll be damned if he's going to drag her through some hurt and see the pity in her eyes. Uh, he gets to decide, not her. He said she's made every decision in, her, in their life, um, you know, through marrying Teddy, not telling uh, Deacon about Maddie and uh, getting engaged to Luke Wheeler. Um, but this is his cancer and it's his sickness, his sickness and he's going to, uh, and she's going to have to accept his choice. Is she down um, with that? Well, she's got to be because his word is law. Um, Sadie, Sadie Stone, meanwhile, uh, is hanging out with Luke. Now, this is the best part of the, the episodes, these these scenes, as you agree, your silence is agreement. The CMAs um, gave her best new cover for this episode. Yep. Um, Sadie's hanging around uh, Wheelie and Dealing Records, and she sees Luke uh, laying down some tracks, a track. Um, and pretty, Luke... pretty chill for someone who just went on to uh, Good Morning America and was like, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I've, I've, I've won an award. CMA's mm. best newcomer, and yeah. uh, hey, uh, I used to be in a relationship with a guy who uh, is a horrible human being, and I'm going to just yeah, sh- bl- shout and put him on blast right now. Yep. Um, well, I've heard nothing. Luke's not started uh, laying down tracks just yet, but they've, really? they've, they're having an awkward uh, meeting in the in a cor- corridor, and uh, Luke's talking to her, and he's saying, "I didn't realise the whole X thing was that bad," um, and she's like, "Well, yeah, it's not something I wanted to make public, but I'm glad I did." Um, and she says, I'm sorry about how it ended with uh, Raina. Um, 
But, you know, I'm here now. Hey. Obviously, Excuse that's me? not what she says exactly, but, like, it's no. clear that something's going on because this is basically a meat cute. Is it? Uh, yeah. When, when I think of meat cutes, I don't think, hey, sorry you had such a yeah, terrible time. <laughs> Let's talk about our awful exes. Who would be that not how you do first dates? And then you decide to go on, uh, you know, ABC, Disney-owned broadcasting network, yeah. to announce yeah. that. That's not how any of my fun times Oh, well, maybe I've been doing this wrong. Um, Layla, meanwhile, uh, is hanging out with Jeff. Um, he is not happy because, uh, well, no, she thinks he's mad. Because uh, she told him not to come out last night. Um, but he's not mad. He's just wanting to get this meeting done. Um, so he tells her to drop the eighth eighth grade schoolgirl act. Um, and they meet Adele. Not the, not that Adele. A different Adele. Um, Which Adele? And <laughs> yes, Adele does seem wickedly talented. And she sees wicked talent in front of her. Um, and... She when she was, uh, you know, performing the Oscars for her hit song from The Woman in Black. Why would you bring that up? Sorry, I get those <laughs> too confused. It's just so easy to get those too confused. Um, Adele uh, comes and sees Layla and uh, she gives Jeff a big hug and says, oh, last time I saw you was that, at that uh, after party. Um, yeah, after, after the party where we had sex. Yeah, basically. But he won't tell Layla if you said no, the, the after party was the hotel room. He just, he just tells... <laughs> He just tells her to focus. Um, Excuse me? I think he, I think he already did just focus. <laughs> um, Will and um, Kevin are parting ways now. Goodbye, Kevin. You mean yeah. Harvey New Year? Kevin says, yeah, I think we're done. That's We've written one song. Well done. I'll see you later. And Will's saying, well, uh, Luke wants us to write more songs. And I, I thought we had a good thing going. Um to which Kevin says, well, your skin was practically crawling when I put my arm around you. So Will says, fine, I can do it on, on my own. I don't need you or anybody. They will not heal. Yep. Fear is how I'm formed, consuming what is real. <laughs> We're at, um, Something Chicago... inside me that goes beneath the surface. Controlling, consuming. <laughs> We're at a Chicago hotel now. Scarlet has checked in and... It's like some um... I feel is never ending. <laughs> Scarlett's checked in, and uh, who's in the room adjoining her room? Is it me? Am I it's, in there? It's Gunnar. And? And Avery. Yeah, um, more importantly, Avery. Scarlett's received flowers from Caleb, because it's cute. It's adorable. Sorry. From who? Um, Caleb. Caleb? Yeah. Caleb, you keep saying. Yeah, I know, I keep saying it weirdly. I, I have noticed that. I've been trying to get past it. <laughs> I've, been, I've been hoping no one's not noticed. But yes, I have noticed. And how many times have you been saying this to other people before me? Caleb. 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 Um, They've got 500 followers on Twitter now. Um, The previous owner of the Bluebird has put um, uh, Bluebird Pride. Hashtag Hashtag Bluebird Pride. Gunner's reading. Do you do you support Bluebird Pride? Or are you one of those oh, people yeah. who's like uh, Will Lexington, who's kind of you know not proud to be Bluebird? <laughs> he's not. Well, he just needs to find his pride. He, yeah, he's not Kevin's proud. Kevin's gonna help him. Um, Kevin's not gonna help anybody. <laughs> or with a songwriting ability like he has. Ooh, well, did you smell that songwriting? Gunner's um Gunner's reading lovely little tweets from people about how oh I saw the triple X's 
Yeah, okay. they were read great. some good tweets. Read some good tweets. And then, well, he stops suddenly because um, his screen goes blank. Oh no! You see, this is what Raina's got, so she can't listen to podcasts. But uh, but Avery says, "No, no, your your screen didn't go blank. I'm standing right next to you." Um, he didn't turn off his screen to yeah. fix the bit. Oh, no. See, this is why Gunner sucks at improv. This is why Deacon gives him a <laughs> runaround every time. So, um, I don't know how you so, confuse those two, the worst and the best of improvisers. Scarlet snatches the phone off him and she sees the tweet that he doesn't want to read out loud, which is, I wonder if the boys in the band are shrinked in case Scarlet goes crazy again. And then the Twitter account just disappears. Bad tweet, bad tweet, bad, bad tweet, bad very tweet, bad tweet, bad tweet. Um, well, Scarlet's going to respond now. Uh, oh yeah, Avery and Avery and Gunner are, are going out, and they're like, "Come on, four YB, hey, screw you and your it's it's from the profile pick. Just want to say, mental health is a real problem in this country. The stigma is rising. Maybe you should stop being a cunt and care about human beings. And you know she's serious because she gets out a laptop to do it. Um, she's refining not... with spellcheck. <laughs> Layla, Jeff, Layla, Jeff, and uh, Adele are still hanging out. Um, and are they Layla's still hanging talking... out? Yeah, they're still hanging out. Layla's talking about how she was sheltered when she met. Are they with... conversing? Not... Yes, they are. Is, 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 is it a light conversation? Mm, it's or are you get, saying they're getting close to rolling in the deep? Maybe. <laughs> well, um... I don't know many songs. I'm trying here. <laughs> Well, I've got one other one locked in the chamber. And guess what? We really fucking have to put that one in a conversation. <laughs> Unless we get to talk about Blockbuster, because I can make a movie reference. That's it. All right. <laughs> well, in case, like, have, have one of, has one of them rented Chicken Little from Blockbuster? I don't know, just in case, you know. Skyfall. I don't know. I was going to say, you know, it. you know, maybe they're excited for the Roland Emmerich's new film. <laughs> I am so excited. I watched the trailer for that again the other day before Scream and um, the friend I was with <laughs> turned to me and she was like, that looks so awful, it looks amazing. I was like, right. And I was like, I saw Evander and he was just laughing his, whole, his fucking head off the whole time. Yeah, because like, they used Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. Are you not excited? Bad Moon I'm Rising gonna, gonna for Moonfall. Oh, it's the opposite. Um, well, anyway. See it. Are you kidding me? I'm definitely going to see Moonfall. Layla uh, said she was sheltered when she met Will. Uh, she wasn't herself, and she's she's not yet to come out of her shell, basically. Um, Adele says she reminds uh, that Layla reminds her of a young Alanis Morissette. Oh, um, they never actually spe- spe- specify well, this. Young know, Alanis. Oh, the other Alanis. Sorry, do apologise. Yeah. Um, Alanis to To which Jeff says, "That's high praise." Um, is it though? Is Alanis Morissette high praise anymore? Yeah. I'd say so. I know, that's a real hard-checking one to swallow. Um, <laughs> um, and... Oh, well, she had a Broadway show that uh, was, you know, crushed by the pandemic, bad reviews, and then yeah. ultimately just closed. Wow. Well, now she's got Layla. A young version no of No one has Layla. Yeah. Layla's her own person. You don't um, have people, Johnny. I know this is Nashville and it's set in South, <laughs> but you don't just have people. <laughs> Jeez. Adele starts talking about how Jeff once sang, sang ironic when he thought no one was listening. And uh, she's like touching his hand and stuff. So Layla just uh, stands up and says, yeah, you, you do don't want me here. So bye. Um, and then, of course, you know, thing with you, Jeff does ask the waiter 
can can I have a knife? And then the guy goes to get a knife and uh, brings back uh, it was ten thousand spoons. What the hell are you gonna do with ten thousand spoons? I'm so confused. And then you know um, Adele meets the man of her dreams, Jeff Orden, <laughs> and then his beautiful wife Lady Ball. Well, we're still at the house with uh, Raynor and Deacon now. Um, their little getaway, hideaway house. Um, she doesn't want Who Deacon owns to shut the her. property. Who's keeping they... up the, uh, you know, the restoration oh, place? You know, food, water, gas, electricity. They both do, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I, well, I mean, Raynor's got more money than Deacon, right? Because Deacon lives in a small little bungalow. Yeah, true. True. Um, he's a bungalow boy at heart. He is um, a bungalow boy at heart. Well, she doesn't want Deacon. He's not to a bungalow boy at liver, of course. Um, dying. But De- Deacon says, uh, "This is him getting what he deserves, and this is how the song ends for him." And then he says, "Nothing matters." So Rain approves that by smashing a guitar. Is it fun says, that Deacon's been going through the same thing I've been going through for the last couple of weeks? Yep. See, you have people to relate to. Yay! I get to relate to someone who's dying of cancer. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, Raina smashes the guitar and goes, you said nothing matters, right? So then she goes, uh, he, well, he says, well, have at it. Go break them all. Um, and but, but don't one thing you don't go breaking. What? My heart. No, he couldn't if he tried. Um, uh, so, but then she grabs a, a special guitar. It's got, like, <laughs> silver on it and stuff. It looks special. It looks like it's it's connected to the two of them somehow. Um well, at the very least, uh, it was custom made. Yes. Um, like Atari Hanzo himself. And she, oh man. And she says, uh, you always said you wanted to be the man. I know you are. And now you have that opportunity. What are you afraid of? Do you not believe in us enough? Are you trying to? And then um, she says, are you trying to break my heart? Because you just did. He could if he tried, you see. Um, Layla, meanwhile, is still storming off from the meeting. Jeff is chasing her down the road. Yeah, it's been a couple of hours. Um, and he goes, all right, yeah, me and Adele slept cover a few times, but it never meant anything. We were just satisfying each other's needs. To which Layla says, well, is that what we're doing? Or are you managing my needs? Because he is my manager. Hey, you are um, my manager. Are you managing my needs? Yeah, I, 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 I think so. I mean... If we're gonna go for workplace satisfaction, I gotta say, <laughs> you are not so much. No. Um, speaking you're, of, uh, you're a selfish manager, mate. <laughs> speaking of someone who's not managing, uh, really, I, I, I really wish you could chew me out more. <laughs> Will needs to write, but he's not managing it properly because, uh, <laughs> and I love you. You mentioned this, and I said to you, I had it in my notes exactly, basically what you said, which was. Uh, Will is is trying to write, and he's got a, a yellow legal legal pad yeah. and a pen, paper and a pen. Okay. And so I've put Will struggling to write because he's got paper and a pen. Idiot! Not the Nashville way. We know no. that's not the Nashville way. Guitar and a heart. Guitar and a heart. That's all you need. Three chords you, and you, the truth. You you didn't need to call out the fact that I called you out. Yeah. You know we could have just gone and I would have let you go in ignorance so that you won. You won that. <laughs> no, That's how much no. I actually like. We both it. came up with it, you know. 
Um, I'm thinking like uh, oh, no, you thinking. know Louis C.K. and Harvey Weinstein. Oh wow, we're bringing all sorts of people into this episode. <laughs> well, that was always the joke with Dane Cook, like yeah. Let's go back to Graham Lennon. Lennon. Who cares? Why do we need to say his name properly? No, because um, we're uh, just starting up our new parlour account. We're just trying to get a new profile picture. God. We're going to get 500. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares if you're an egg. Um, Teddy, meanwhile, sees Natasha and he tells her, OK, you're, maybe you're right. The FBI does kind of have you under surveillance a little bit. Well, I uh, hope they're paying a decent amount because, you know, it costs a lot so, to watch sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so she uh she says can you can you help me can you sort it out and he says well it's out of my jurisdiction um so she says well if they bring me in i'm gonna say whatever i have to to cut a deal and that includes talking about you um and all three says, seasons yeah and he says well well what what can we do and she says well i could disappear for a while and he goes great do that and he goes she goes well i need <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, that's the way. She says, "Um, I need money. Uh, if I'm gonna disappear, and he goes, okay, I'll give you what do you need, ten, twenty. And she's like, ah, a couple of hundred thousand dollars, please. Thank you. I mean, made people disappear for less. Yeah, they're True. gonna drag the river. All it costs is a bullet. <laughs> um, a bullet's already been fired. Sadie, meanwhile, is uh, still hanging out with Luke, and Luke is recording. Can't help my heart." It's a slow song. It's a, it's a um, ballad. Yes, ballad. Um, it's it's different to what Luke usually does. And, yeah. Uh, uh, Luke, Luke usually does bland country music. This is bad country this music. This has got this has got a heart to it. Is it? They can't help it. Um, it did, I mean, they could try. <laughs> is this the other song you didn't like? Yep. Aww. This is a. This got emotion. Is it? He's That's trying to sing is. about his, his recent, not divorce, but the, the failure of his engagement to the Queen of Country. You know what song really affected that one better? Go on. Bull and Shay. Yeah. To him, she was just a bull and Shay. True. Better song. Um, well, he cuts the song short after he sees Sadie's in the background there. And she's um, giving him this kind of shaking head. This is embarrassing <laughs> for everybody involved. Look, he's like, no, you know what? This song will no. be burnt. She it's says at the end of very, Jack and Jill. She says it's a very no moving song. This song. Um, and yeah, it's said, moved her from wanting to have an interesting conversation with uh, Luke Wheeler to wanting to shoot him and bury the body so that he'll never release a ballad like this. Not that that being Sadie's prediction. Sadie would, Sadie would never shoot anyone. She's got a gun. Um, <laughs> Mercedes got her gun. Um, well, Luke says it is a personal song, that's for sure. And she yeah. says it would be a shame if you didn't put it on in the album. Um, he is trying to destroy his career. I kind <laughs> of dig it because I guess you know, she's like, I like myself some Raya James and what you did to her by making her feel bad because she just doesn't love you. I want to see Wheel and Deal and Records fall apart by having you lead your <laughs> album and your big record with this terrible, terrible piece of shit song. And I think you should then do a uh, celebrity-filled version of Imagine, where no one knows what is the uh, actual (laughs) (laughs) tempo, notation, key, and they just release it during a pandemic. I think that'd be really great. (laughs) Then you could talk about uh, how you've got a chef and enough champagne to fill denial. (laughs) 
Um, well, right now Luke doesn't think his song is that great. He thinks it's a bit bare. Well, I mean, um, bare would be better. Um, just having some sort of you know, <laughs> oh. white noise. Is that what you'd prefer? No, 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 no. I'm thinking bare. Oh right. You the guy who uh, owns the big blue house? Yeah. He's got a great singing voice. Yeah. Good night, good night, my friends. Good night. I and need to watch that. I'm gonna have to, to watch that go. before I go to sleep now. Um, so Sadie says, "Why don't you add in another voice?" Big blue house. And Luke says, "Well, why don't you show me what you mean by adding a new voice, another voice?" And she's like, "Well, I'm pretty sure." And then she suddenly puts her hands on her head and goes, "Oh, what about this voice?" No, no. Uh, <laughs> Why do you always bring us back into the I, fold? I love us. Mm. I love you. I love me. I love Lupita. <laughs> uh, Scarlet still. Did, you, did you ever get a Lupita badge? No. No. Uh, what a Lud- Lupita? Uh, yeah, you have, you have, you know, Lupita with uh, Tim Vincent and Richard Bacon. Uh, yeah. Turner. Did you ever get a Lupita badge? No. I really want to do Peter Batch. Um, Scarlet is still on her laptop. She's been on Twitter this whole time. Um, yeah, it's addictive, isn't it? And she, it is addictive. Um, she says it's getting, it gets, it just gets cooler and cooler. She says. Um, oh, it's crawling in her skin. Yeah. Uh, she like said it. someone, someone tweeted that it will be a BYOS tour, which means bring your own straight jacket, which is just too much. BYOS means bring your own. See, I was thinking bring your own string next door. Yeah. Um, but um, Avery says, uh, "Don't let a few haters get in your head." And well, Gunner says, "If then you want." He, then he turns to them and says, "You see, the haters—they're gonna hate, 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 hate." <laughs> um, I don't know the rest of the lyrics. Me neither. I was, I was curious if you did. Um, and Gunner says, "If you want people to listen to you." You're gonna, you're going about it the wrong way, and Avery's there like, yeah, yes. Well, how, how do you want what, what to listen to you? Do you have to like, you know, kidnap some sort of notable figure and then maybe put out some decree of uh, well, if you don't, then I will, and if you do, then I will let go. Well, Gunner's idea is to get the guitars because that's the Nashville way to write. Yeah, but they're not um, in Nashville; they're in Gary Chicago. I know, but still. And the last time I was in Gary Chicago, let me tell you, we weren't using guitars. <laughs> Um, Deacon, meanwhile, uh, is still hanging out with Raina. Raina's outside the house now, uh, sitting okay, on the porch. Cool. And he's saying to her, "What about Maddie?" He says, "Um, you can survive anything, even me. I can't survive, but um, I can't yeah. give Maddie the fairy tale ending and just snatch it away from her." Um, that would be good though. <laughs> be good that TV. Would be great, just to be um, like the most mean, nasty thing to do. And he says, uh, "You barely know." Says I've got to protect her heart. Um, to, oh, which, to which Raina <laughs> Raina says um, he, they're all stronger than he gives them credit, including himself. Um, and if he doesn't get through this, um, it's better this way alone. He Is says, it? "Yeah." He says, "If I don't get through this, it's better doing it this way, doing it alone." But we know we've got to get through this. Yeah, we know we've this. Got to get through this. <laughs> gotta make, gotta make, gotta make it through. Luke and me and I, Moonmore, is singing with Sadie now. They're yeah. the new power couple. Um, 
the song as now the song's a bit got a bit of oomph to it i think you'll agree yes your silence is agreement good um and he asks her to lay down vocals right now because they were just practicing um he she was just showing him what another voice would sound like and he says why don't you lay down vocals right now and she's like yeah i can't really have my vocals on the song by my boss's um ex-fiance which is sort of about her um yeah, so he says true. he says how about a cup of coffee we all know what that means um Do we? it means a cup of coffee okay. um <laughs> teddy meanwhile uh catches up with jeff and tells him that natasha's under investigation and he tells jeff we're both screwed screwed if natasha doesn't get the hundred thousand dollars that she needs to disappear um but Jeff says, mm, I'm not screwed because you, because of you, I lost everything. Not um, really. Uh, I mean, because of uh, her, he was screwed. Yeah, <laughs> true. That's um, literally her job. But Teddy just says to him, you have nothing left because the only person you care about is yourself. Oh, dropped a truth bomb on him. Um, Will, he's, he's mainly. the city of Nashville. He is the mayor. Yeah. Will, uh, meanwhile, I'm sees... angry at public servants who don't yeah. care and don't respect the rule of law. Um, Will, meanwhile, sees Layla, yeah. um, and he asks her to help her on help him on the love song that he's trying to write. Um, that he was trying to write with a pen and piece of paper, the fool. Because um, it's a love song about them, and she says, "Well, a love song has to come from feelings, from real feelings, and there was nothing between us." And she says, well, that's a lie. She says, I, I was in love with you, but you, you weren't in love with me. And she says, have you ever been in love? And he says, no. And she says, well, then you shouldn't write about it. Bye. Um, but uh, Will says, I wanted to love you, but I just couldn't. Oh, because she's not a man. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. I want to love um, you, but I don't. Yeah, I'm not a man. Not yet yeah. a woman. Um. Juliet gets a call from Avery again. Jesus, he's relentless. Um, turns out her new baby doesn't like Mexican food. We find that out. Um, yeah. She... <laughs> turns out future baby is already horribly racist to Mexicans. Yep. It's like, well, great. Great. Um, well done, Nashville. You're already setting up the next generation of, you know, tea party trumpets. Well, uh, Juliet tries to tell Avery just to hang up and enjoy the moment. Is she a trailer park lady? Maybe. Um, but she says, hang up Is and enjoy the... Is it her mother? Jolene. Vaccine. <laughs> Jolene. Vaccine. Um, but yeah, she tells Avery to, to hang up and just enjoy the moment, because he's about to go on stage soon. Uh, Scarlet, meanwhile, is looking at the stage. It's daunting. But Gunnar, it... Gunnar takes hold of her hand, because, you know, they started together and they're going to finish together. I don't know. Um, like you and I when you take my hand. And we're he says, together. I know we're going to finish together. He says, uh, if you need me out there, you just give me a look and I'll run. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raina, meanwhile, uh, yeah. is still hanging out with Deacon. And she's well, yeah, no, that's kind of the whole thing this episode. That's the whole thing. Yeah. They're in this kind of limbo with this, uh, this remote. Yeah. House. that's where they are it's this um, weird moment where it feels like a pandemic episode <laughs> everyone's, got their, everyone's locked away in their own little storylines and everyone's just in their little bubbles it's very strange and especially juliet on her facetime because she's pregnant yeah strange um, strange feeling 
Well, um, five years before, Rainer Rain yeah. tells uh, Deacon that he's wrong. Um, he might die, but um, they should rather they be together for as long as possible um, oh. before he does. Um, and she'd rather. I'd rather girl... Deacon die and be a very cheap funeral. <laughs> And she says she'd rather um, her girls, you know, Maddie and the other one, um, have the opportunity to see what real love looks like. Yeah, um, they're going to kiss all over the place. And she says, Maddie, gonna... Daphne, come in here. We're humping in the shower. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> she says, you're not going to protect me, protect us all from the pain. So at least let us experience the joy. Stop fighting me. Fight for us. Um, you screwed it up a million times, but you're not going to now you've got to seize the, the opportunity to be together and happy and then he, she, he, she he gives in. says we've got to seize the means of production yeah <laughs> and he gives <laughs> in and he gives her a kiss and while he's kissing her jeff has gone to see layla and he tells layla that he's no good with intimacy uh karen about hey, someone makes things complicated he says but he wants to try and see if there can be something more between them and he kisses layla kisses all around um, yeah, I don't like Rainer and Deacon have moved on from kissing to sexy time. Um, no. Yeah, and while no. they're having sexy time, the Ew. triple X's are going up on stage. Well, I mean, of people having sexy time, I would definitely have assumed it's one called Triple X. Yeah, you'd think so. You would think Xander Cage. Um, well, Scarlet. Well, he, doesn't um, get, he didn't get laid much in that. The first one, he's there. There's like like a, a whole. I don't remember any know, of them. Well, the first one, he goes to like a rooftop event and there's a bunch of women in, uh, you know, scantily clad. And uh, they're like, come in here. He's like, oh, great. And he takes off the uh, ridiculous fur thing. Oh, yeah. That fur coat. Yeah. And then the implication is then he just fucks all these girls a bit of rooftop <laughs> thing. And then like it's uh, Asia Argento for a bit. Right. It's like, well, we know what she she's like. She's, you know, not a good person. <laughs> well, as, uh, no, no, as in, as in, you know, she's so uh, she's not a good person. She has harassment claims uh, yeah. against her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, bad time. And then, what, well, the second one, he doesn't even bother to show up because he gets killed off. And then mm-hmm. the third one, he's just there. It's like, well, he doesn't really do sex anymore because he's Vin Diesel at this point. He's just kind of like there to do some fighting and stand around and try and be quippy to Tony Collette. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Weird. Weird franchise. And Weird that's, franchise. Your, uh, that's your triple X. Hey, that's look, if we're talking triple Xs, we're talking about triple X. We're talking Xander Cage. <laughs> we're talking Ice Cube. We're <laughs> talking uh, Tony Collette. We're talking um, some footballer who gets tried to uh, be recruited by Samuel Jackson at the start of the third one. <laughs> um, yep, well, no, these, something, these something junior, X's, if I recall. Like these triple Xs are yeah. up on stage and Scarlet oh, yeah, no, sorry. I, I only care about these triple X's. I only care about one third of these triple X's. <laughs> um, I care about one X. And Scarlett uh, starts it. talking about the uh, fact a year ago today she was in a different place and now she's she's different. And she just she's not proved... in a different place. She was in exactly the yeah. same place. She is in exactly, but, but mentally. Um, and yeah, she she's probably that. still in exactly the same place. She's just <laughs> lying to herself, as we all are. She proves that by... Uh, by singing the new song she wrote today. Because I'm literally in the same place I was last year, which is the backstage yeah. of the Bluebird. And my mental space is also literally pretty much the same, except maybe worse. But you know that's part of your contract, so. I know, it's a slow, uh, it's a it's a downward spiral. Yeah. You've got to be the Nine Inch Nails contract here. Um, how else are you supposed to make that minimum wage? You do call me Piggy. 
You like it. I don't. It, it says in your exactly contract you like it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Scarlet starts singing uh, my song. Oh, wait, it's probably like an animal. I want to put you from the inside. Let's talk about my song. Because... I'm going to come all over you. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> we have four songs. This is the third song of the episode. Called we my have song. four songs? Yeah, we have because so- we've got one more song coming oh, up. Oh, okay, right. Um, yeah, no. So there's one song I like. Oh, what's wrong with you today? Um, all right, let's talk about my song because it's uh, all I've got in my notes is fucking banger. And the crowd agrees. So damn good, right? Don't tell me I, da, 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 I don't da, remember da, da, Scarlet performs da, 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 da. it. She walks up the stair on the stage. I belong. So, it seems decent I, for what it is. I remember this in particular. This is one of the few few moments of the show I, I really, really remember. And I, I have been thinking recently, I wonder when that's going to come up again. Because I remember her dealing with the Twitter trolls and then writing a song in order to deal with Twitter trolls, and it was an amazing song. And it is so damn good. I mean, if it's actually about dealing with Twitter trolls, it's not as good as I hoped it would be. Well, yeah, it could be. I wanted it to be like a real stand situation. Dear at blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I, wrote, I tweeted you. I but tweeted you, you, and this is what I said. But you still ain't retweeted. Hashtag Bluebird Pride. Hashtag fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I was writing succession years beforehand. Moving back to uh, Nashville in the uh, in Mayor's office, Teddy is sat in his office and um, uh, he is demanding to see the finance director. The finance director did call, but um, he said, you know, if you want to see me, see me on Monday because it's a fucking Saturday, mate. Uh, but Teddy, yeah, no one, no one works on the weekend in a big city during the exactly. capitalist society when we're expected to be <laughs> at all times available for any kind of work to make sure that everyone is satisfied with services. Yeah, God forbid we have a weekend. Yeah. But Teddy um, is the goddamn mayor, so when he wants to see the financial director, uh, he will see the finance director. Didn't um, realise that. Now, we're I didn't realise might have. Did Coleman damn him when they took over the mayor? Oh, yeah. They're all damned. Um, look at Wait, all mayors are damned. I thought Coleman wasn't damned. Coleman seemed like a good guy. Yeah, well. I miss Coleman. I miss, he was my I sponsor as much as he was Deacon's. Um... <laughs> Do you miss Daddy? I miss Daddy. I miss when you call me that. <laughs> uh, Gunnar tells Scarlet that she served the critics a big slice of humble pie um, and that he's proud of her. Does oh, she have sweet? food hygiene certification? Maybe. Obviously, she's Scarlet. She's got everything. She's perfect. Has she? She hasn't got everything. What doesn't she have? She doesn't have a workable, serviceable and a transfusable liver. Okay, you got me there. Yeah. Yeah. You got everything. Fuck you. Deacon wouldn't need any other problems. Scarlet was born <laughs> into liverhood. Born into liverhood. Um, but yeah, Gunnar is proud of her. And uh, he, he gives her a nice known little look. But then she looks past him because who's that behind Gunnar? Cock blocking him? <gasps> give, give, give me... Sorry, who? Kaleeb. DJ Khaled. Yes. He's turned up out of the blue. Isn't that sweet? Oh. The guy that she had that one date with. One date, and guess how it didn't end? <laughs> um, like, heroes don't do that. Well, it didn't end the way that uh, Deacon and Reynolds just ended their post sex because they are, they've just finished, they, they've had sex. And it feels oh. like. Ugh, um, that's disgusting. Um, His liver's failing him. 
You don't want um, his his feelings to <laughs> shut up inside you, do you? You don't know what that's going to be like. God. Well, Deacon, you might get liver failure from it. Deacon's talking about how they bought this place so that they could spend the rest of their life together uh, in this house. Um, and he says that telling Maddie is going to be tough. Sorry, um, sorry. Is it like a bomb shelter house? Yeah, maybe. Is it flood? Is it, is it, one pre- is it, prep, is it prep for the perch? Does one it have the Ethan Hawke house shields come down? No, it's one press of button and then... Um... And then the helium balloons come out and it flies into the air, paradise falls. I forgot his name. John Goodman turns up. <laughs> Traps them in there. Oh, well, when you say John Goodman turns up, I assume it's because, you know, they've got uh, deadly poisonous spiders. He's going, uh-huh. you know, take him down. Um, but Deacon says that. My opinions of John Goodman are vastly different to himself. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a 90s Goodman head. Deacon I see John Goodman, I think yabba dabba do. Well, you see John Goodman, you think, oh no, John Gallagher don't. <laughs> Deacon says um, having Rayna in his arms makes everything else less daunting. Isn't that sweet? Nope. Okay, well, Luke... Having you um, in my arms makes everything more daunting, because oh. it means we go to a podcast episode and watch another episode of this show. You're welcome. Let's get back to our favourite scenes of this episode, which is with Luke Dealing, and... Uh, dealing. Luke and Sa- Sadie. Luke's talking about how he's, he's been trying to move on from Rayna, but it's tough. Sadie's talking about how she spent last month terrified... Uh, she spent the last five years um, avoid. <laughs> didn't see Pete for the last five years and she okay. spent the last month terrified of him um, and um, it wasn't easy talking about on TV it's, crazy. it's pretty hard to talk about right now by course, yeah. the way you've been doing this I know. how long I has know. she known Pete? five years yeah, I, but I thought you said you hadn't seen him for five years oh yeah no so it must have been more than five years probably yeah. ten let's say ten ten sounds like a round number um, yeah it's got, and I don't it's got a round number in it I, I the, the research you put into the show is very disappointing. Sorry. I need to know everything about Pete, and I need to know, I know it now because Sadie and uh, Luke. You know my favorite um, character is Pete because what he does is uh, he stands up for himself as an Your favorite, man. your favorite character is Pete. Yeah. Um. Because hmm. we're getting towards the end of the episode. Yeah, and Pete, uh, you know, your look, yeah, because he was at the end of the last episode and he was watching TV. It's like I can relate to that. All right, and I'm sure if he turns up at the end of the episode here, it's like, well, I can end, I can relate to that because I kind of turn up at the end of an episode. Nashville right. going like, well, the episode is over. I can turn up and then ready to perform the podcast. Oh, okay, that's gonna be awkward. What's well, that's awkward? It's just powerful. No, nothing. We'll, we'll 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 get to it and we'll get to it. Um, uh, well, Luke uh, says that Sadie's got a good ear, and uh, he doesn't spend much time talking to a woman he doesn't know much. Um, and she touches his arm, and she says, I'm, "I won't tell anyone because she totally wants him." Why? Um, why not? Who doesn't? Well, I don't Rina. know. Just <laughs> look. It's, it's the thing is, I know I feel very icky about the idea of uh, Colt's dad being kind of like a beloved figure that people might actually want to, you know, intimate with. Yeah. Well, it's just when you, when you see when you've got a friendship so ingrained like Colt and I, and I, I, I must stress, I have. Seen him at the breakfast table. Oh, you know, Facebook it. <laughs> That's you know, deep friendship. You deep start friendship. to you start to consider like, well, the people related to him. You when when other people see them in a different perspective as you do, and when they sexualize him in some way, it's it's very confusing. Like I would never sexualize his baseball cap because I've seen I've, I I relate to the baseball cap related to Colt, my friend. 
<laughs> and so so the idea of baseball cap being you know idolized or eroticized as opposed to just like a natural fitting part of the family dynamic at the breakfast table of a very you know friend friendship deep friendship meaningful morning uh, just it throws me off completely well yeah i'll text cult later and see how he feels about it <laughs> Well, let's go back to the um the mayor's office. Uh, I shouldn't text him now. He's probably having breakfast. So I know what he's like. Um, Teddy's finally getting to see this uh, finance director he wanted to see. Um, yeah, what's this guy and, like? We're assuming well, it's a male. Yeah, he's frustrated. He's like, "What do you oh, need to see male. for? What what's so important?" Yeah. And Teddy goes, "Well, I was talking to my constituents." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Teddy says, "I was talking to my constituents, and they were talking about uh, you know that canning factory in Nashville." Uh, that's sort of not been used. Um, it's it's fallen into disrepair, and it's, there's a lot of crime going on around there. You know, the, the crime factory, that's what they call it now. Oh, shit, they've actually uh, got a crime factory. Yeah. Oh, it's, very, it's, very important. it's very important. We need we talk about this on a Saturday night. Um, Look, it's all right for fighting over the crime factory. Yeah, he says, um, I was thinking we could turn it into a recreational area or something, like right now. Um, but obviously we'd we'd have to set up a discretionary fund of, you know, half a million dollars or something, you know, at least a hundred thousand, um, because that's how much it takes to, you know, make someone disappear, make a uh, also, canning factory disappear. I've, I've lost the thread of this. So he wants to turn this factory into some sort of recreational. Is he building a brothel to hide completely <laughs> away? Um. So he says to the finance director, I, I how, how, long, the idea of things. how long would it take to, to get a, a discretionary about fund? About, yeah, about half a million. Um, and the finance director says, oh, probably about six months. And Teddy says, is there no way we can uh, fast track that? And the finance director says, not if we're going to follow protocol. You know protocol? Remember that? Ghost protocol? Never mind. Oh, um, I've just initiated that. One second. Um, it's not a baseball cap. That's only a breakfast thing. But, um, yeah, so the financial director says, not if you want to follow protocol, um, to which Teddy says, but it's possible if that's what I need to do. And the financial director just stands up and says, do you know what? I don't appreciate being a st- strong-armed on a Saturday. Goodbye. What days would you want to be strong-armed, Johnny? That's what I was wondering as I was writing my notes, you know. I think a Monday. No, no, Monday you. You oh, particularly. Any day. Yeah? Yeah. Any day is a good day for strong arming. Is it? That's, what I, that's my motto, anyway. Oh, uh, it depends on it who it is for me. <laughs> who does it have to be? Someone I have a close bond with, but not someone who I've got such a close bond with who I've seen wear a baseball cap at breakfast table, I would say. That's my <laughs> limits of strong arm. I want to I wanna have a relationship with the person. I want to, you know, know them. But I don't want to know them that well. <laughs> it might, you know, destroy my uh, comprehension of what it means to wear a baseball cap at breakfast table. <laughs> well, Caleb, uh, back in uh, in uh, Chicago, Chicago, Caleb Gary. is um, with uh, is with Scarlett and he says, listen, I know showing up was a bold move and I've got no expectations, but... I do have a room at Four Seasons. Just saying. Um, that's not a bold move. That's real italic stuff. Gunner is sort of watching on from the sidelines. And he tells Avery, I think it's odd. And Avery thinks, well, I think it's... Avery says, I think it's charming. Um, and it's Deacon says... <laughs> Deacon says... Uh, Gunner says, fuck. God damn it, I was so close. Wow. Hold on a second. Deacon says, Gunner says, I, fuck, God damn it, I was so close. I, 
I this is thought, ABC Network. I thought I could get away with it. Fuck, God damn it, I was so close. Those are two week, words you can't say. One week I'm and not going to... You know, a, a, a suggestion to ejaculation. Um, Gunner says maybe he might be an axe murderer, um, to which Avery says, well, yeah, but we know he's a doctor. Um, and he says, listen, if you want to get could back... Could be a scalpel murderer. Maybe, maybe. He says, if you want to get back together with... Scarlet, you should probably act fast. Maybe get a room at Four Seasons. Um, we, have they heard of Harold Shipman at all? <laughs> well, Will, meanwhile, is apologising to Ke- Kevin um, because Will wants to write so- good songs, but he can't do it on his own, he's realised. Oh, so he, he felt the need to talk to about Kevin. Yeah. Um, to which Kevin says, well, why me? Why did you choose me? And he says, well, I think you might understand something I'm going through. There's something, is... there's something about you. There's, there's, there's a particular bent in you <laughs> that I appreciate. Layla and Jeff are in bed. Um, she's mm. thinking about how she got herself in the same situation. And um, he's thinking about Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> the situation being a relationship where uh, she tries to change a guy into something he's not. Um, to which Jeff says, Excuse me, but me and Will are not the same. And she says, he well, wears you... a hat sometimes. Yeah, exactly. She says, well, you're both incapable of uh, loving me and you shouldn't have to try and love someone. And she says, listen, you're my manager and that part of us, uh, that part of us works. And that's the only relationship we're going to have together from here on in. She also, also they're, they're kind of, you know, they're connected through Harvard.edu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, that's a connection that lasts forever. Teddy, meanwhile. They sing for um, Harvard together. They do the handshake. And despite, you know, anyone else is actually appropriate for the job, he'd give her the job in an instant because of their connection to school as opposed to actual, you know, humanity and care because they were <laughs> poor little rich kids. Well, Teddy, meanwhile, um, is with the uh, fellow who used to handle daddy's situations. No idea who again. that is. Um, and he needs him to look into the finance director this time. And he needs, uh, to, he needs the guy to find... A skeleton in the finance director's closet, because Teddy is becoming Daddy 2.0. That's what I I've got in my notes. Don't like these upgrades. <laughs> yeah, it's like when uh, Blockbuster went from DVD to Blu-ray. I mean, I like that upgrade. Yeah, I that remember, was good. You know, renting The Dark Knight when it first came out and being able to just you know watch the IMAX sequences through that, and I thought that's quite cool. And, you know, renting Wally that night. I, I remember really excitedly writing in my notes from university, like, ah, oh, it's Dark Night Day, it's Wally Day, this is great. I get to watch these in HD before I get to own them at Christmas. I get to watch them now because I'm renting them. Blockbuster. Yeah. yeah. Such. It's great time. I miss Blockbuster. And so does Teddy. Um, Avery, Avery, me. I miss me too. You're and you. You're across the other side of the room at the moment. Um, Avery, meanwhile, gives Juliet another call. So paranoid. FaceTime. Um, Not a call. He says he misses. Yeah. He says he misses her on TV. Um, But she doesn't want. (laughs) She doesn't want him to think that uh, she's the needy, whiny wife at home. Um, But But he says, "Put the phone to your bump because I've got a song for the baby." Put your phone to your bump. Yeah. He says he sings a song called "This Is What I Need to Say." Um. If if this is what he needs to say, then why is he singing it? That's my question. 
musicals go from you know the, the ability to speak to the point where your emotions can't speak any longer and you have to sing it to the point where your emotions can't sing any longer where you need to dance mm-hmm. um so you didn't like this song either no nope this was not an interesting song very boring I don't it's care like about, a little lullaby song. Yeah, I don't it's, care about lullabies. I don't like care about children. To say. I've I've dealt with children before. I don't care about them. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, while he's singing that, um, Scarlett sat on her bed, um, looking at the lyrics that she wrote for my song. This is after she wrote it. She she wrote after after you write a song in Nashville, you write it with the guitar and what was it? What was it you said? Guitar and. You, you write it with your guitar and your, your heart. Your, your heart. That was it. Thank you. So, um, don't credit me for that shit. I liked it. I'm a better writer than that. Um, but she also hand wrote it later because it looked pretty in a notebook. Um, okay. I just wanted to clarify that that wasn't part of the writing process, that was post writing. She's written the song already, and she commemorated writing the song by putting it into word format on a piece of paper. Just wanted to say. So yeah, she's looking at, at her lyrics for that song, uh, sat on my bed. Um, Deacon, meanwhile, Deacon, God fucking damn it. I, one week, I swear to God, we're, what, halfway through the, the show now-ish? Yeah, nearly. Yeah. One, I've I've got half the show left to to not mix up Deacon and Gunner, and and I guarantee I'm going to do it once, at least one episode. But it's not this episode, anyway. Um, Gunner is in his hotel room. He's pacing. He's wondering what he should do. He's next to the connecting room door, um, uh, and he gives it a knock, but no one answers because Scarlet isn't in the room. She's knocking on a different door altogether. She's at the Four Seasons, going into um, Caleb's room. What? So, D, uh, so Gunner, fucking hell. You got it right. Gunner uh, opens the door and sees the empty room and the uh, not slept in bed. And he looks all sad. And the song ends. Um, and Juliet tells Avery that she loves him and she says call me again in the morning because she she doesn't mean it she you know she means that but she doesn't mean it when she says like he's been paranoid and stopped calling me she she wants him to call her because they're in love and they're married remember they're married now no when did um, that happen probably a couple of weeks ago <laughs> well no Deep. not a couple of weeks ago no? no a long time ago in a galaxy far far away i mean it's like yeah christmas time Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, and this is April now. Think yeah. about that. They've been married for so long, that baby. Jeez, um, come on, baby. <laughs> Gotta get out of there at some point, not just for the you know, finale. Well, um, Deacon uh, comes home to Rainus, um, and they're holding hands, and Maddie Ew. and the other one come into the living room. Hey, hey, they... hey. At some point, yeah. you've got to respect Daphne. When are you going to give Daphne some actual... I'm calling her by a proper name, the other one. Um... And they. Um, I don't get it. Why you mean to Daphne? Maddie what spots, she ever do to you? Maddie spots them holding hands, and he, she says, "Are you? Are you guys like together? Together?" And they say, "Yeah, we got hands." Daphne probably all, spotted all her holding hands as well. It's and just the framing. Well, yeah. um, You're suggesting that Maddie has some sort of ability with her eyes that Daphne doesn't have. 
Well, Daphne's, what I'm saying Daphne's is that, shorter because she's younger. All I'm saying is, who's singing the theme song? Theme song. Um, who's singing the theme song for? To how the poorly well? reviewed How I Met Your Father. Is it? Is it? Is it Manny or is it Daphne? Well, um, Daphne's probably getting in the gym, getting swole, so that she can come <laughs> round to your place and beat you up and say, "Hey, who's the other one now, Johnny?" Um, Tell me, am I the other one, or is my fist the other one, and your face the one? Because they're gonna meet. And well, it ain't gonna um, be cute. They confirm that they're together, uh, Deacon and Rayner, and oh, okay. Deacon says we've kind of got other stuff we need to talk about too. <clears throat> um, Luke, meanwhile, is offering to walk Sadie to her car, but Sadie says it's probably not a good idea because you know they'll totally bang if they do. Um, yeah, but what's the problem with that? Yeah. Exactly. That doesn't doesn't she like to be hands off? Luke just yeah, yes, Luke just wants his hands on that wheel. Or off no, that wheel. Hey, no, no, um, no. He wants the hands off the wheel, but let me tell you, wheel's up. <laughs> hey. Yeah, uh Deacon up. is telling Maddie and the other one about the cancer. We don't hear it, but we can see it clearly. Can we? Um, I feel oh, like Daphne's yeah. there just sitting there waiting, twiddling her thumbs, like I don't care about this story about this house that you've decided to keep despite the fact that it's costing us way too much money, we might have to sell some of our own goods to maintain the uh, upkeep and the energy efficiency savings that we're getting from the solar panels on top of the house, I'm assuming, and the wind farm that's got in the back, I'm guessing. You haven't <laughs> seen the back. I'm just guessing it's got to have like something there, right? Maybe it's got a hydroelectric dam. Maybe we don't see um, that part. <gasps> My God, what if it's run by mole people? <laughs> Intellect haze underneath it. We end the episode with Sadie getting to her car yeah. And who's there but Pete? Yay! Oh, Yay. Um, he old, he's going to have some great lines. He's a classic guy. Well, I love him. He's funny. He's Pete, funny. Says, Pete says, Do you think you can humiliate me on national TV and get away with it? See, classic, classic Pete. He's always like choking um, <laughs> around nas- national television. And it's national television. Sadie gets a gun national. out. It's like, what? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Sadie, Sadie gets her gun out. She's she's not happy to see. Where'd she get one of those? Um, well, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. No, you're right. So this is America. He, exactly. You could be Um, and they they struggle. They're together. They're struggling together. And oh, aren't we all? Gunshot go off. And, okay. Uh, and who has been shot? But Pete. Pete's on the floor now. He's basically dead. And the car turns up. It's lights right, beaming right onto to Pete. Well, I know who it can't car. be. I know who it can't be because, you know, there's five wheels to every car. So uh, <laughs> if, it's, if, it's, if it's Luke, he shouldn't be uh, driving because he's hands off. Well, um, it is Luke. His hands are off that wheel. And he is stepped out of the car. And he's like, what the hell happened? Dun, dun, dun. Credits. Remember when Deacon was going, hanging out with the uh, sober band and it was sex, no drugs and rock and roll? Oh, yeah. <sighs> that was a better catchphrase. That was a much better <laughs> catchphrase. Luke Wheeler has two catchphrases and I don't like any one of them as much as sex, no drugs and rock and roll. And I don't even agree with that statement, but I think it's a better statement. Well, yeah. I don't like rock and roll. <laughs> well, that's um, season three, episode 16. I can't keep away from you. And, Season 3, uh, episode 16, the end of Pete. Yeah, Pete can't keep away from Sadie, but Sadie can keep away from Pete because she's got a gun. Pete gonna meet Saint. Pete can't keep away from the bullet. Um, yeah, 
that's season three, episode sixteen. Would you just say that was a PQ? Well, I would now. Where can we meet you to find out where we can have a PQ? Well, you, you can find me, you know, out in the public going around breathing on people until I cause the uh, next spike and it's going to be the Andrew spike. I'm going to distinctly tell them to call it the Andrew spike. Because <laughs> I think, you know, I think that's a that's a cool, sexy name, isn't it? Call yeah. it Andrew spike. I'd like an Andrew spike. Okay, that's interesting. You can find me on Twitter at Ethan Munn. That's about as cool as I can get. I'm on the Instagram at really Ethan Munn, but I'm not really using that at the moment because, you know, creatively I'm a bit broken. Yeah. What about you? Where were you? You can find me at movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, And you can find us at bluebird underscore pod on Twitter, bluebird pod on Instagram, and bluebird pod on Facebook, and bluebird pod at hotmail.com. To email us and tell us, uh, you know, your favourite opinions about Scarlet's uh, Twitter feud. Also, why don't you uh, rate us and uh, follow us on all your podcasting devices? Give us a give us a rating. Bump us up. Talk to us. Talk about us. Tell everybody. Tell people who don't even know what Nashville is. Maybe they'll be like, "What is Nashville?" There's a podcast that will explain every single episode in excruciating detail to the point that if you can't find it streaming or available anywhere, you don't even need to. It's like you watch an episode every week. With swear exactly. words, <laughs> which you know, in this day and age, makes it uh, what is it called? Prestige television. Yes, with a prestige, prestige television podcast. Prestige television podcast. PTP. With the PTPs. But, but, don't don't put a P. Have you got got any last words for us before we go? I, I just just put up. Just is this is a reference to the death of Pete? 